good to see everybody Thursday night, and we are live. Well, we got to hop right into, of course, the the baby food show, well, the baby formula shortage that's happening right now. And of course, if you ever noticed that the Biden administration, everything that happens, whether it's 13 dead soldiers at the at Abbey Gate in Afghanistan that never needed to happen, they knew 12 hours in advance that explosion was coming, that Unabomber was coming. Whether it's they killed two families, both. One, one family of 10, one family of eight or nine, however many it was, mostly children. That's just all par for the course. That's just the price of doing business in China. It literally, that's, how, that's, that's what they do. And this is the same thing that's happening with the baby formula shortage. Just so everybody knows, again, I was born in 1968. I'm 53 years old. I've never seen a baby formula shortage in all of my days in the United States. I've never seen gas prices, of course, like this because they've reached record highs. I've never seen empty store shelves ever in the history of my life here in the United States. You know, obviously I've been an adult for a very long time now. So, you know, it's like uh, 35 years as an adult. I've never seen any of it in many years that I can remember prior to being an adult. I have never seen any of the things that I've seen happening right now under only really Joe Biden has been in office for what, maybe uh, 15, 16 months, something like that. The amount, I mean, I knew it was going to be bad, but he has, he has reached galactic proportions in literally 15 or 16 months that I never saw coming. I didn't think it would be this bad this fast but congratulations to the biden administration i mean you know again gas prices through the roof he just he just cut a bunch of oil leases he's just doing one heck of a fantastic job for klaus schwab and the world economic forum because all of this is meant to cripple the united states economy open borders everything to cripple the united states economy so that we are no longer a world player we just become a globalist state that's what he's hoping for and all the while of course the biden family will be enriching themselves let's hop right into this greg price video joe biden begins begins yelling and claims that the MAGA crowd wants to forget that there were cars waiting in line for food during the pandemic you know the, the, let me just let me he's about to go off on on cars waiting in line at the pandemic understand Everybody make sure that you understand. It was never COVID. It was never the disease that caused anything. It was the response to it that caused everything. The reason why in a few places there were some food lines at churches because the churches all closed down and then caused the very hunger that they decided then to feed with their food pantries. Unlike right here at Foundation Church, we never closed, never will. But just remember that the pandemic, the pandemic didn't cause any of it. The only thing that caused food lines during the pandemic was the Democratic and the Republican response to a 99.9% survival virus. But for some strange reason, Biden decides to go off. And this was just a few days ago. Play it for me. A picture relief. What is the state state to allocate for the landlord, the renter, to help them keep a roof over their heads, spies in the households? Remember those long lines of spin Food. 
Oh, he's so unbelievable, but now we have a baby formula shortage in the United States. He screams up on a stage about nothing. The, the alleged pandemic food lines. There weren't hardly any of them. There were a few, but again, that was caused by the Democratic Party's response to COVID-19 and some Republicans' response to COVID-19. Election wizard tweet, breaking, Biden administration shipping. He's all mad, right? He's all mad about people having to wait in line for food. There's empty shelves everywhere for baby formula. And by the way, there is no alternative. These are for nursing age babies. And the, uh, for some reason, the mother's not nursing them. There is no alternative to the baby formula, which is regulated and produced by the Food and Drug Administration, and that they've shut down one of their factories, breaking Biden administration shipping pallets, I repeat, pallets of baby formula to illegal aliens at the border, says GOP rep. Go to the next one for me. Cat Cat Comac tweet. The first photo is from this morning at the Ur- at, at the Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border. Shelves and pallets packed with baby formula at the border. For all the illegals breaking the law and coming into the United States, the second is from a shelf right at the home formula, right, right here at home. Formula is scarce. This is what America last looks like. Put up the first pick for me. Here's the border. And now go to the next one, Will. And there's that home. Border, home. Border, home. Not very good. Put up the border one for me one more time. Here's the border. And here's home. There you go. And that shows you who's first. Right, that shows you the where the pallets and pallets are going to the Ukraine. Pallets and pallets are going to the board, our open southern border, but nothing for you. All right, this is a picture of CNBC. Bill Gates, Bill Gates, climate change investment firm bets. It's always strange, isn't it? Leave this up. It's always very strange. We have a fertilizer shortage. What is Bill Gates heavily invested in? Fertilizers. We have we have a shipment problem of the fertilizer that he is invested in. Who owns the trains that, fer- that the fertilizer is shipped in? Bill Gates heavily investig- invested in the train system. Now we have a baby formula shortage, and it's very strange. Bill Gates is heavily invested in baby formula. Bill Gates climate change investment firm bets on lab-produced breast milk on the bottom key points. Biomilk is targeting infant nutrition by attempting to reproduce mother's breast milk in a lab, just like his, his lab-made meat. He's trying to make lab-made breast milk. The startup just has just earned the backing of the world's top investors. World, remember, world's, not the United States top investors, world's, because... All of these people are globalists. They do not believe the United States is a sovereign sovereign nation. They believe that the United States is a globalist state. Please understand the difference. It's always funny. Bill Gates is buying all this. We have massive food shortages. Bill Gates is buying up farmland. Bill Gates is, I'm not saying he's behind all of it. I'm saying he's a part of all of it. Right now you have Joe Biden surrendering our medical sovereignty basically our national sovereignty to the world health organization that's happening in 10 days from right now joe biden is surrendering our sovereignty to the world health organization to minister tetros former terrorist from africa that's who runs the world health organization he's surrendering our sovereignty and our medical sovereignty to the world health organization and lo and behold who is the world health organization defaulting to when it comes to health policy, Bill Gates' new germ council. That's a fact. Bill Gates and Gavi. That's, what, that's what's happening is the world health, Joe Biden surrendering to the World Health Organization, all of our medical sovereignty. So the World Health Organization, the WHO, can come out and say, you know, we are doing a global vaccine mandate. We are doing a global mask mandate. We are doing global lockdowns. 
Because you see, it's like I told you a minute ago. None of what has happened has been because of COVID. Economic collapse has never been because of COVID. Mass starvation around the world has never been because of people dying of COVID. It's been the response of fools and idiots and vaccine pimps and whores that closed everything down for a 99.9% survival virus. So that didn't work in its entirety. Certainly worked a lot because you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in European Union, Australia, Canada, New York City, Israel without your QR code and mark of the beast on your phone. So believe me, it worked. You can't leave Canada right now. As a citizen of Canada, you can allegedly, a democratic republic, you cannot leave a parliamentary republic at that. You cannot leave Canada unless you're vaccinated. You are in prison. That's basically your own Alcatraz, although it's not an island. You cannot leave unless you're vaccinated. So it has worked. It has worked to a degree. But this is to finish the job. Just go ahead and say, you know what? We can't, even Ron DeSantis, can't, even Ron DeSantis couldn't get us out of it. Even a great president couldn't get, it, get us out of it because our sovereignty would be surrendered. Now we just need to do what we do. When we get our people back in, we need to do exactly what was done with the Paris Climate Accords and just pull ourselves right out of it. However, just for, for all intents and purposes, Joe Biden in 10 days is surrendering our medical sovereignty to the World Health Organization, who at any moment, for any reason, can go ahead and impose any sort of mandate they want upon all the countries that are participating, of which include France, England, uh, Germany, Canada, Australia, all basically all first world countries are going to participate. Can't remember exactly how many, I believe it's 150 countries have signed up, 153 countries, something like that have signed up. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. Josh Hawley tweet, why has Biden's FDA kept the lab producing baby formula closed for months? Isn't that strange? It all must be coincidence, right? National baby baby formula shortage and Biden has the FDA kept has the FDA keep its lab closed the one that produces baby formula for months now none of these things happen overnight I warned about this I said this back in March of 2020 all the way through 2020 it will take a long time and not I mean basically you're always a year behind so all the lockdowns and the, clo- and the closings and everything else, 60% of all businesses that closed for COVID never reopened and never will. But it takes a year for that all to come up. You can look at window prices right now, lumber prices right now. That's all because of the lockdowns back in 2020 and 2021. Well, Biden shut the baby formula factory down months ago, and now it's being felt now. It's all on purpose. It's all to get you. Listen, folks, you, those of you that are evangelical Christians that are watching this should know this. Those of you that aren't, get to know it, get saved and get to know it. This is all about trying to, like a rushing river, push us towards Revelation chapter 13, the mark of the beast, where no one can buy, sell, trade, or travel without a QR code or a quantum dot tattoo on their right hand or on their forehead. We are not there yet because it's not on your right hand or on your forehead. It's on your phone. We're not there yet, but it's greasing the skids. It's about leverage. It's all about leverage. Get people desperate enough that they have to go to the government for their Medicare, for their medical, for their health care. They have to go to the government for food. That's why Bill Gates is the single largest private farmland owner in the country. And the CCP is coming up on, coming, coming up on them from behind. They're, they're both gobbling up hundreds of thousands of farmland, farmland acres in the United States. But it's all about leverage. Their goal, their dream, Joe Biden's dream, 
Rochelle Walensky's dream, Kamala Harris's dream, the DNC. You saw like uh, Stephen King today. Aaron sent me this uh, tweet. The Stephen King says, I stand behind Nina Jank- Jankowitz. The, the, the head, the truth minister, the head of the, the disinformation governance board. They all believe that they are going to be bourgeois elitists that are in charge of all the have-nots around the globe. And that's what, the, that's what it's all about, is leveraging you into compliance. Well, you know what? You can get your QR code on your phone. You can get your QR code or your quantum dot tattoo on your forehead, of which right now, pull it up on, it's not right-wing uh, conspiracy theory. It's not tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. You can pull it up right now on Google. Bill Gates and Gavi MasterCard are currently working on the technology for quantum dot, quantum dot tattooing, that is, which is basically a tattoo that inter- intermingles with your biological material, becoming one with your body, and it is visible. And I'll bet you right now, that is the technology that you will see on people's right hand or on their forehead. Understand that's what's happening right now. Put it on the screen, Aaron. There you go. This is just proof. Trust stamp is what it's called. Gavi MasterCard, the the, uh, vaccine alliance, the vaccine alliance that works directly with Bill Gates. Trust stamp is what it's called. You please pull it up. You know, he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation chapter 13, 16 and 17. And all the evangelical pastors will be preaching another message on discipleship or love or being compassionate or whatever it may be, embracing homosexuality, being nice to transgenders, whatever they're going to be preaching this Sunday instead of preaching right out of the Bible as they're sitting there witnessing the proliferation of vaccine passports, the unfolding of Revelation chapter 13 and 14 right before their very eyes. But they're too, they're too big a cowards to actually preach the word of God because they're afraid people will leave. These things are happening right now all for leverage. But we are the restraining found in 2 Thessalonians. We as the church are the restraining. We can buy this world years of time if we stand our ground and we are and the tide is turning it's not just the christians that are standing their ground it's other conservatives too that are standing their ground i will tell you this that you've got to come to this place whether you're christian or not of saying that i was wrong if you ever closed if you ever masked if you ever vaxxed if you ever locked down if you ever social distance you've got to wholeheartedly say i was wrong so that it stipulates what is right all right go to the next one for me another josh holly tweet has Biden explored using the Defense Production Act of which he used to mass produce masks? He is, he's not doing that for baby formula, just for masks. To reopen the formula plant, is FDA closed or is he going to continue to just sit around? So we have a national gas shortage. We have a national baby sh- uh, formula shortage and Biden has shut down production of both. Very strange coincidence, isn't it? Jack Posobiec tweet. Tar- this is at Target, right here. Not, not here. Uh, Jack Posobiec lives in Pennsylvania. I'm assuming it's Pennsylvania or D.C. But there's the, there's the baby formula shelf at Target. Target uh, baby formula shelf. We are sending $40 billion to far off to a far-off war while our babies go hungry. No serious country would act in such a manner. You know, a lot of people think that it's virtuous to take care of you. and bring it back to me. Well, take care of other people first. That's not the Bible. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. First Timothy chapter five, verse eight. You're supposed to provide for your own first. All right, comedic break, Babylon B. Starving American babies disguise themselves as Ukrainian soldiers in hope of getting 40 billion in federal aid. 
It's exactly, you know, Babylon B, it's supposed to be satire, but all too often it's prophetic. Daniel Horowitz tweet, there are 1.2 million VARES entries and over 25,000 deaths, speaking of the VARES' vaccine adverse uh, effects report run by the CDC. So of course you read the next line under, and underreporting factors at least 40, it's way higher than that. Yet the shots haven't been pulled even for children. The baby formula was pulled after four reported deaths. Let's delve deep into this for just a moment. You can bring it back to me. So you have the, in the, the reason why the FDA shut down that plant, allegedly, I guess, because I don't know if they had some baby deaths or what. I don't know if those two, that, whether Daniel Horowitz, the, the Daniel Horowitz tweet is related to the FDA shutting down that baby formula factory, but allegedly there's four, four baby deaths as a result of baby formula, allegedly. But what, 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 what did we just read with the five, latest Pfizer dump where you had 46,000 people in their very temporary study of which they shut down as soon as they got their EUA and vaccinated their control group after that. But I digress. So they had Pfizer dump, they had Pfizer dump released last Monday showed that we had 46,000 people in the Pfizer study for their vaccine and that they had 42,000 people with vaccine adverse effects during the study and 1,200 deaths. Now, since it was only a very short study, the FDA is required to shut down all clinical trials when there is one death inside of 30 days. So when it's baby formula and they have four deaths, they shut down the factory. When it's, when it's Pfizer and they have 1,200 deaths, they do, A, don't tell anybody that there was 1,200 deaths. They try, they try to, to sequester, they try to keep confidential all of that information and federally sue to keep that information confidential, of which they lost. They tried to keep that information confidential for 75 years. They lost in federal court and are now having to produce the documents. Pfizer is, but who sued? It wasn't Pfizer suing it was actually the fda suing on behalf of pfizer so the fda will shut down baby formula factories for four deaths but won't shut down pfizer's clinical trials after 1200 deaths but don't worry folks it's always been all about your health it's all this stuff is simply right-wing conspiracy right 70 percent of all covid deaths occurred after the vaccine rollout that's an absolute fact. That's the truth. All right, moving on. Let's hop into the FBI for a minute. We'll get back to vaccines in just a couple minutes. House Judiciary GOP tweet, smoking gun. Whistleblowers reveal the FBI has labeled dozens of investigations into parents who are simply testifying and asking questions at school board meetings with a threat tag created by the FBI's counterterrorism division. So you had a mom come up and say, you know what? I don't want it demonstrated in my son's fourth grade class where a teacher has gone up with a condom and put it on a cucumber. I don't want that. Well, the FBI moves in. The FBI that's doing nothing about the protests in front of Amy Coney Barrett's house, in front of Brent Kavanaugh's house and Samuel Alito's house, and all the violence that's happening countrywide right now in reference to Roe v. Wade about to be overturned. Nothing, not doing a daggum thing about any of that, of course, not one thing. Basically, every mass shooter 
event that, we, that we've had happen over the last two years. The FBI knew about the person, didn't do a daggum thing, as well as 9-11 many years ago. They knew those people were here too. Didn't do a daggum thing. But when a mom goes in and says, you know what, I don't want CRT taught to my 12-year-old daughter, here comes the FBI. Here comes the FBI. They're going to label you a, they're going to label you a terrorist and put you on their counter-terrorist watch list and investigate you. All right, Jim Jordan tweet, whistleblowers, the FBI's labeled dozens of investigations into parents. I wanted to make sure you saw this from, from Jim Jordan on the Judiciary Committee uh, with a threat tag created by the FBI's counterterrorism. It's the same, same sort of tweet, but one from a congressman. I just wanted you to see it. Now, here this is. Now, this is good stuff, of course. Project Veritas breaking it open once again. Project Veritas. Now, interesting fact, right? Who rated... Who raided Project Bear James O'Keefe's home? Um, the FBI. For what? Because Joe Biden's daughter had a diary that she left in a hotel room that ended up in the hands of Project Veritas, who chose not to run the story. But for some reason, the FBI raids Project Veritas and raids James O'Keefe. Isn't that strange? Listen, we have got to come out, folks. We cannot any longer elect establishment republicans that are not going to do a daggum thing establishment republicans even though he's not yet but he will be dr oz's of the world the the, the ben sasses of the world the mitch mcconnell's the marco rubio's the mitt romney's the susan collins's lisa murkowski numerous others rod portman rob portman all those idiots it was it was broke my heart to see mike dewine win the primary as go- for governor in Ohio? What are you thinking, Ohioans? What are you thinking? We cannot hire these people anymore. The FBI must be disbanded. They are the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party. That is all they are, and I'm talking their rank and file too, for the most part. One of their rank and file is now a whistleblower and went to Project Veritas. Play for me, Will. So you've been a special agent for a number of years. Correct. Special agent with the FBI. That's correct. And you're still being paid for that role. Yes. There's a number of very troubling things that are happening within the FBI. What brought you to Project Veritas? Project Veritas appears to be a victim of political undertakings, which is where this this agency has gone. You came across some information. The file that you're talking about is background on the the Project Veritas investigation that resulted in the search warrant at your premises. We don't see a lot of investigations into news organizations. It's not common to see a criminal investigation, particularly one categorized the way that this is, is alerting. And it's surprising based on the public information that is provided. So SIM is a classification that means it's a sensitive investigative matter. Because it's sensitive, it could be a political figure, it could be uh, a news media organization. Who makes the classification that we're news media? It would usually be identified as by the case agents who are working it. And it's also done in conjunction with the chief division counsel of that field office who's going to be the top internal lawyer. That title would normally be the name of the subject, the name of the victim, the name of the type of crime that is being alleged if, you know, if these things exist. In this case, it's restricted because uh, even the name of the subject would indicate the nature of what was going on. CAST is an internal program in the FBI that uses sophisticated techniques to exploit cell phone data for location and for content. Going down to sentinel tags. This was chosen by the people who opened up this case. 
They had to specifically list the threat tags that they wanted to identify. The intelligence investigation is meant for information. That doesn't require that you've done anything wrong. The dialogue, that's the governing dynamic for the FBI. One paragraph justification for spying on anyone? It's one of the few parts of the entire public document that you see that will be redacted. It's truly an incredible amount of power if used wrong. But what do you hope comes from your endeavor to be here and, and say all this? I would hope that we could end up with a nonpartisan law enforcement agency in this country that's not doing things that seem to be inappropriate. Just you doing the job that you're told following those orders is to maintain your paycheck and your pension that gives you the Holocaust. So then you end up with somebody who's willing to do something that maybe compromises their ethics. Just covering the last bit, it's a little bit off topic, but the FBI agent there, and that's, by the way, that's a field agent. That's somebody's currently on duty as an agent with the FBI has come forward to talk to Project Veritas. And what he says at the very end, there are so many people right now that have surrendered their lives because they want a paycheck and they want a pension. They're taking jabs, they're taking the blood clot jab, they're taking the ADE jab, they're taking you know the vaccine, they're masking, whatever it is, so that they don't rock the boat, so they can travel, do it. Listen, everybody has got, and I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, I'm not preaching to people who are spineless, I'm, I'm speaking to the spine full right now. However, America has got to grow a spine. You, you know what? You have to stand for what's right. If that means you lose your job, then you lose your job. There, listen, if you're a Christian, God will supply all your needs. If you stand up for what is right, he'll give you life and life to its full abundance. You're guaranteed in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, that he will prosper you. In Psalm chapter 1, verse 3, that everything that you put your hands to, he'll prosper. You have to stand. Whatever is right, you simply do it. It's for all the pastors too. You open up your Bible and you preach what's in the Bible. If it offends people and people leave your church, they leave. You do what's right. Going back to that FBI agent. Basically what he's saying is what the FBI does and they solely do this to the right is they invent, what happens you're supposed to 25 years as a cop. You, you investigate crimes that occurred. What they're doing is investigating until they find a crime. That's not what you do. And they're only doing that to right wing people. They did that to General Flynn. All of their 302s, their 302s stated that General Flynn told the truth and he was not lying. And then they went ahead and they charged him with fairer violations and stupid, whatever, lying to the FBI after their 302s, their witness statement stated that he was not lying. That's what the FBI is doing. Roger Stone, the exact same thing. The, F, the FBI with the 1-6 defendants, basically a bunch of people who are being charged with unlawful parading on the Capitol, have been in solitary confinement in the D.C. Metro Jail for going on 16 months for misdemeanor crimes. That's the FBI. Uh, we're all, basically all, the, you know, I want to make sure that you know, I don't mean literally all because there were people that were prosecuted from BLM and from Antifa. But basically, statistically speaking, all of those crimes were dropped. And you had about a million dollars worth of damage done to the Capitol somewhere in there. And Antifa and Black Lives Matter over the summer of 2020, it was at least $2 billion worth of damage and 20 to 30 people dead by them. The only people that died at the 1-6 riot, what the Democrats call an insurrection of a bunch of unarmed grandmas, but they call it an insurrection. The only people that died were the people that were actually in the protest. The people who died for Antifa and Black Lives Matter protests were all innocents. But yet, where's the FBI? Nowhere, because the FBI is corrupt to the core. 
Christopher Ray is corrupt to the core. All right, Christopher Rufo tweet. Breaking, the Biden administration has mobilized FBI counterterrorism resources to investigate parents, including at least one member of Moms for Liberty. There's the FBI. The FBI is going after, you know, you know you're wrong in law enforcement. If you are labeling as a terrorist and investigating Moms for Liberty, you, you, you're probably making a mistake. And you're not, in, you're not investigating Black Lives Matter. As Black Lives Matter leaders are buying up million-dollar homes everywhere, where's the FBI on, on their, on, on a, for a fraud investigation, on a money laundering investigation? Where's the FBI? Where's the FBI with, with Antifa? Where, where's the FBI with the protests, like I said earlier, in front of the judge's house is breaking federal statute as we speak. Moms for Liberty for expressing protected political speech at local school board meetings. You know what they call that when you go up to a school board? I used to, I used to be one of the cops that stayed there that would be uh, security at school board meetings. They called it open mic or an open format. Where you open forum, they call it, where people come up and express whatever they needed to express, as long as it wasn't gratuitous profanity, violence, or or uh, pornography. You speak however you wanted to speak, and parents are going up there saying, "You know what? I don't want CRT at our schools. I don't want transgender politics and homosexual politics preached to my third grader." And the FBI is investigating these people. All right, let's go to the next one. Virginia Allen uh, video. Here's Handmaid's Tale. Here they are in front of Justice Amy Coney Barrett's house. Play it for me. I just wanted you to see that because that's in front of Amy Coney Barrett's house and the FBI violating federal statute. You are not allowed to do that right now. The decision has not been made. It's a draft decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, kick back abortion laws to the state. Not overturning abortion, not making abortion illegal, just letting you vote on it, which again, all these Democratic defenders of democracy should love it. That's, their, that's one of their acronyms. That's one of their mantras defenders of democracy while they're for censorship while they're for slaughtering people inside the womb you know why they're for a disinformation governance board they're defenders of democracy right they're for having to show your papers and vaccine mandates and vaccine passports but they're defenders of democracy so you should love roe v wade being overturned kick it back to the states you know you're going to be able to have abortions up to the moment of birth even after birth in illinois in New Jersey, in New York, in California, Washington, Oregon, you know you'll be able to slaughter your babies whenever you want. California right now is trying to pass a law where you can kill your baby 28 days after he or she is born, right? And I guess those black lives don't matter. I guess those female lives and Hispanic lives don't matter. But right there, they're breaking currently right at that moment because this is a draft decision. So the decision has not been officially made. They are protesting in front of a Supreme Court justice's, justice's house and that is against federal statute. They are breaking the law. And where's the FBI? Where's Glenn Youngkin? I love what Glenn Youngkin has done up to one week ago. And now he's blowing up because he's afraid of the political cost of enforcing the law. Every Baron DeSantis needs to hold governor conventions and actually teach governors what it means to have testicular fortitude. He needs to just go ahead and teach him. Glenn Youngkin now needs to attend. I didn't think he did, but now he needs to go ahead and reserve a seat. People, all these people, 
You know, I, was, I looked at a tweet from Elise Stefanik talking about a baby formula shortage, but Elise Stefanik votes to send $40 billion to the Ukraine. Why would she do that? Why would Elise Stefanik and many other Democrats vote to send $40 billion to Ukraine? Because of political expediency. They don't want to suffer the cost of being called pro-Putin by the left. Being called pro-Putin by the left is a badge of honor. None of us are pro-Putin. They call us racist too. They call us misogynist. They call us homophobic and transphobic. Those are badges of honor from the very people that are racist, from the very people that are murderers, from the very people that are causing these wars. Those are badges of honor. But the Republicans, the current ones that are in place right now, they cannot stand up to the left. What are they afraid of? They're simply afraid of being called names in the New York Times and the Washington Post. All right, catch her tweet. Imagine that. What's, what's the FBI up to? Let's see. Are they, are they investigating baby formula shortage? Uh, no. Are they investigating the crimes that are occurring in front of our Supreme Court Justice House? Uh, no. Are they, are they investigating any sort of, you know, trying to actually stop a subway shooter that they knew about months and months in advance before he actually took off and shot a bunch of people? No, they're not bothering any of that. They're investigating Elon Musk. Breaking. Feds open investigation into Elon Musk, report says. Oh, isn't that lovely? They're investigating him on some sort of paperwork notification that wasn't filed on time. That's, that's where the DOJ is going. The federal, the, 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 uh, the, and the FBI, of course, is under the DOJ. That's what the, that's what the FBI is on and about doing. Amazing. All right, we'll switch over. Let's switch over to Ukraine. Alex Bruce Witt's tweet. If you're wondering where the baby formula went, same place, Dan Crenshaw, Texas. Listen, Dan Crenshaw's got to go. Dan Crenshaw is a Republican in name only. He is a young global leader. Pull it up. Not right-wing conspiracy. He is a, he is a young global leader for the World Economic Forum. He calls Liz Cheney a genius. He stood up for Adam Kinzinger. This man has got to go. He's going to say some things that entice you to vote for him to make you think that he's a conservative. He is not a conservative. He is a member. He is a member in everything but his actual name of the Democratic Party. He is a globalist. He is a follower of Klaus Schwab. That's who he is. He must go. If you're wondering where the baby formula went, same place Dan Crenshaw of Texas and other rhinos just voted to send it. I showed you the pictures earlier. They just sent a bunch of baby formula to the Ukraine. There it is. WTVA, Operation Ukraine, boxes baby formula to send overseas. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. You supply your own country first, your own house first. Put it up, Aaron. There he is, just in case anybody's wondering, right alongside Megan Rapino, Mark Zuckerberg, and Tulsi Gabbard. There's Dan Crenshaw, the Forum of Young Global Leaders for the World Economic Forum. That's who these people are. They need to be voted out. Sadly, he just won. I believe he won his primary. What's the difference of having Dan Crenshaw in office and having a Democrat in office? There is no difference whatsoever. Zero. 
Dan Crenshaw, when push comes to shove, votes against us, the MAGA party or the ultra MAGA party. And it's, listen, MAGA, I've stolen away from Donald Trump. Make America great again or ultra make, make America great again. I'll vote for Trump again if he's running against a Democrat. He's blown out. He's blown it for me when it comes to vaccines. He's blown it, bringing Woody Johnson of Johnson & Johnson on stage with him, endorsing Dr. Oz. Of course, I'd still vote for him over a Democrat, and I loved his presidency up till COVID. He threw away his presidency by keeping Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks employed and doing everything they said for him to do. He blew it up. But listen, this, this is the deal. When a push comes to shove, the Dan Crenshaws of the world vote against us. Make America great or the America first agenda. They do it every time. Every, he's no, no different than Adam Kinzinger. He's no different than Liz Cheney. He's no different than Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski. Although credit to them because they kept, they, they, they just voted recently. Well, you know, I think I believe it came out yesterday, the day before where the Senate tried to pass abortion law. They tried to what they, what they quote unquote call codify Roe v. Wade into federal statute where they basically legalize abortion up to the moment of birth. That was shot down 51-49 because Joe Manchin voted with us. Otherwise, it would be codified right now. Well, it'll actually be going back to the House. All right, Jack Posobiec tweet. Here's the numbers. 149 out of 211 House Republicans voted to send $40 billion to Ukraine, which brings our total up to $54 billion that we've sent to Ukraine. 70% of elected House GOP. The GOP is one of the heads of the same snake. It is the same snake with two heads. Republicans and Democrats are two heads of the same snake. The party of America first fiscal responsibility. We are $30 trillion in debt. And the Republican Party just printed $40 billion. Remember this now. 40% of our current, it's hard to say this, of our current currency was printed in 2021. So in all the previous years, Think about this. You, you were to compare all the way up to, tw- to 2021. And in one year, 40% of our currency was printed in one year. And we wonder why we have hyperinflation. And all of these Republicans come out and they're all getting out in front of the baby formula thing. But they just sent $40 billion. These are the same Republicans that put one COVID bill through after another, along with Donald Trump, 1.6 trillion. Three, we, we spent $7 trillion on COVID for what? What benefit was it for you? All these businesses closing down? People got $800 checks, $600 checks. They, they were renting storefronts and renting restaurants for uh, you know, five, six, seven, ten thousand $10,000 a month, forcibly closed by COVID. And Joe Biden sends them two checks of $1,200 and claims he's b- fiscally bailing people out. And Donald Trump did the same thing. Now, credit to Trump. He stopped after 60 days and demanded everything reopen. But he was wrong for all that time. Along with all the COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving conservatives, COVID-caving pastors, and COVID-caving Christians. But you think about it. 70% of the Republicans voted to send $40 billion to quote-unquote defend democracy for a country that's an autocratic dictatorship. Ukraine is no different than Russia. There is no opposition media. It's all been shut down. 
by Volodymyr Zelensky. There's one TV station allowed in Ukraine. One, one news station allowed in Ukraine, and it's pro-Zelensky. Everybody else is shut down. All opposition political parties have been shut down except for, except for the Nazi party that's currently active. Oh, that can't be because Voldemar Zelensky has Jewish roots. There's Jewish collaborators like George Soros in World War II also. $40 billion of $54 billion sent to the Ukraine while we have a national baby formula shortage, which, by the way, I don't really want overly subsidized by the United States government. $30 trillion in debt. Just open up the factories and stop sending it to the southern border and stop sending baby formula to Ukraine. America first. All right, let's go. Oh, yeah, put that up there, Will. Thank you. I just wanted to put You probably won't be able to see it. I'm just mentioning some names on here. Here's the 57 Republicans that voted no. Just some big names, Biggs, Bill Arrakis, which is right here, St. Petersburg, Florida. Lauren Boebert voted, voted no. Madison Cawthorn voted no. Uh, let's see, other ones. Gates voted no. Louis Gohmert voted no. Gozar voted no. There's many others. I'm going to leave them out. Jim Jordan, of course, voted no. Lesko, who's local, voted no. But of course, Mass Thomas Massey voted no. Um, just getting a, and you know, Van Drew, recent uh, Republican convert, voted no. Jeff, uh, oh, Stubbe, our local congressman, great job. Greg Stubbe voted no. Lots of others. If you want to screenshot this, it's also all over Twitter. So you know who's for you and who's against you. So basically 170 uh, Republicans are, well, not 170. Let's see, 211 minus 50. So roughly 160 Republicans are against you and 57 are for you. Remember that. That's the truth. Greg Price video. Here's Pelosi. The, I, there's no words to describe it. Play it for me, Will. The impact that, his, that it is having on food for the world. So when you're home thinking, what is this all about? Just think about when I was hungry. You fed me in the Gospel of Matthew. It also was so pleased that Mr. Meeks, the chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee, was with us because we talked about sanctions. Always remember when Jesus was on his 40-day fast, the devil came with Scripture. And then Jesus answered him with Scripture that contradicted because the devil's using partial verses. And Nancy Pelosi's doing the same thing. The baby butcher who just, who will gladly vote for people to be murdered inside the womb, in the birth canal, up to the moment of birth and after birth and partial birth abortions, where you deliver a baby breech with his butt cheeks coming towards you, hold his legs, insert scissors into his skull and vacuum out his brains and sell his organs on the open market. Nancy Pelosi votes for all of that. And then she's going to say, she's going to quote Matthew. She's going to quote, you know, about feeding the poor. And you know what? All those poor people that she butchers in the womb every year because the number one cause of death in the urban communities is abortion. Number one cause of death in the black community is abortion. She kills all of those. And then, of course, they don't have to be fed. And then quote scripture. I hate to tell you, Nance, but you ought to be looking at Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 9. Revelation chapter 21, starting in verse 8 murderers will not inherit the kingdom of heaven and you are a murderer because jeremiah 1 jeremiah 1 5 says before i formed you in the womb i knew you just an interesting side note on ukraine here's here's what is it hasn't been extinguished this is the Asaf party in ukraine right now 
which is being funded by our $40 billion. They are not, you can bring it back to me, they are not neo-Nazis. They are full-blown Nazis. They are. That's what they are. Now our $40 billion that was voted for by Elise Stefanik and many other people, Steve Scalise, all these alleged America First Trump supporters all just sent $40 billion in the name of defending a democracy to an autocratic dictatorship. Thomas Massey tweet, counting last night's rush vote, this is what they always do, Congress has now spent more money on Ukraine in six months than we spend on all U.S. roads and bridges in a year. Something to think about the next time you are stuck in traffic or, or replacing a bent rim. Out, let's go to the next one. Alex Bruce Witt's vi- uh, video. Must watch Tucker Carlson rips the deep deep state. Play it for me. They don't even think about it. They don't care. They're high on their own supply. Dan Crenshaw of Texas, for example, not a stupid guy, just announced that we're, quote, investing in the destruction of our adversary's military when we spend 40 billion on Ukraine. Investing in the destruction of our adversary's military. Since when did we declare war on Russia? Did anybody vote for that? Our adversaries' military? That's what you do in war. Since when are we fighting Russia? Well, since Putin stole the election from Hillary Clinton. Glad to see that Dan Crenshaw has signed up for this new campaign. But you got to wonder at what cost, not just the peril, the real peril, that this could escalate into something crushing for the West, but what immediate cost to the United States and our own ability to defend ourselves. All these people who love the military, do they ever ask that question? Right now, Joe Biden and the U.S. Congress have sent so much military aid to Ukraine that our... Yeah, the total being $54 billion. Go to the next one for me. Representative Paul Gozer. Zelensky made $100 million. It's quite the job he's got there, isn't it? In Ukraine, he made $100 million last year. He's a billionaire as a public servant somehow. And we're going there to defend democracy? He's an autocratic dictator? Quote, unquote, defend democracy? Sending $40 billion over there to defend democracy? $54 billion total? Last year as a public servant somehow. Where do you think a sizable chunk of the $40 billion is really going? We shouldn't be sending a dime, especially not until our long list of problems at home are solved. Just like the prime minister or whatever his title was of Afghanistan left with $100 million of U.S. currency and just abandoned his country now exactly the same thing's happening here and here's the thing i would not be surprised if Zelensky and putin were on the phone with each other they're both from the world economic forum putin is a young global leader just like dan crenshaw remember that just like dan crenshaw just like tulsi gabbard of the of the world economic forum and by the way at least stefanik is also related to the world economic forum i wouldn't be surprised if this, again, is a World Economic Forum event to crush the global food market. Again, so it's all a leveraging. None of that, none of that, that's pure conjecture. I don't know. I don't have the proof yet, but when I do, I'll put it out. But again, this is all about leverage. This is all about getting you to depend on somebody, uh, the government, so that you have to swipe a card or you have to swipe your QR code on your phone 
in order for you to be supplied. That's what it's been about from day one. The creation of COVID. I repeat, the creation of COVID, man-made in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with Moderna, patented material found on the inside of it with 3.7 million at least of Anthony Fauci funds, tens of millions of dollars of Bill Gates's funds, CCP and PLA funds. The, the virus was created in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, spread at the world, at the world military games, all to get to the vaccine, which is all to get to the vaccine passport, which is digital, which basically to get everybody onto a digital ID credit credit system. That's what it's been about from day one. All right, C-SPAN video, Leader McConnell, just in case you're wondering whose side they're on. Play it for me. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Um, I think we all agree the most important thing going on in the world right now is the war in Ukraine. I had a chance to call the president last week and request that the Ukraine package move by itself and quickly. Uh, he uh, said, let me think it over. He called back in about 15 minutes and agreed that we it can only take so much of the turtle. So here we go. I want everybody just to understand who these people are. And one of the most defeatist slogans, Rick Grinnell's putting this out about Dr. Oz right now. Shame on Rick Grinnell. And he was such a great DNI. It is, it is a shame because he's, he's running down Dr. Oz's opponent in Pennsylvania. Who Dr. Oz is four mask mandates, four vaccines, uh, for China's policies. I mean, one thing, right, for transgender, for lopping off kids' sexual organs. Oz is in favor of all those things. But one of the worst things, and Rick Grinnell's putting this out right now, it's just a shame to see these Trump orbit people fall apart, like Jenna Ellis and Rick Grinnell, people like that just fall off, fall off a cliff into really Nancy Pelosi's verbiage. But the worst thing you can ever do is say, you know what, don't vote for this person because they're going to lose in the general. Yes, you know, they're going to win in the general because... You know what? They're a moderate because you know what? They're going to they're going to reach across the aisle. That's the worst thing you can ever hear is don't vote for somebody because they'll lose in the general vote for the most conservative person in the primary and then let the chips fall where they may. Oh, don't never vote on somebody because they're electable. That's how we end up with the Mitt Romneys of the world. That's how, we, that's how we end up with the Marco Rubios of the world who do absolutely nothing but say the right things at the right moments to make you believe that they're fighting for your values in D.C. They never have and they never will. All these people, their sole motive is to stay on the cocktail circuit in D.C., to be bourgeois elitist, to have people run and get them things, to, for them to profit. It's like Nancy Pelosi's worth $170 million, and she's never made more than a quarter of a million dollars in a year in her life. But that's what it's all about, personal enrichment. What do they do? Here's, the Bernie, here's how Bernie Sanders became a multimillionaire. Bernie Sanders was unemployed for his entire life until he became a senator for all intents and purposes. And then what he does is he puts his wife in charge of his ad campaigns and buying his ads. According to campaign law, whoever buys your ads gets a 10% commission on the ads. Well, he puts his wife in charge of it, becomes a candidate for president. So say he gets $30 million that, that, he get, that gets donated to him and he simply buys ads with it, has his wife buy those ads, 
and now they just got $3 million. And that's happened at least twice for them. And it's way more than $3 million per campaign. That's what these people like Mitch McConnell is all about. Mitch McConnell is in bed with the, with the CCP. His wife's family is a ma owns a major shipping company that works on, at the behest, at the allowance of the Chinese Communist Party. He should be sequestered. He should be, uh, he should stand down on all, on all, anything and everything having to do with China. He should not vote at all. All right, let's go to the next one. Benny Johnson video. This is a true congressman. Play it for me. Thank you, Madam Speaker. The gentleman from Maryland talked about protecting this institution or talked about this institution, but we got a $40 billion bill at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't had a chance to review the bill. My staff is pouring over the pages trying to see what's in it. You want to talk about the institution? You want to talk about standing up alongside Ukraine? Why don't we actually have a debate on the floor of the People's House instead of the garbage of getting a $40 billion bill at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Not paid for, without having any idea what's really in it, with a massive slush fund that goes to the State Department, $13 billion, $8 billion for the Economic Support Fund, $110 million for Embassy Security. We've got $40 billion that is unpaid for, and you want to sit here and lecture this body about what we're going to do or not do about standing alongside Ukraine? Why don't we talk about the American people who are hurting, the wide open borders, the inflation that's killing people, the jobs that people can't get because of the cost of goods and services in this country? Sitting here and being lectured to when I don't even have time to look at a $40 billion unpaid bill. I make a motion to adjourn. So there you go. And once again, you look at the tactics of establishment swamp, uh, politics in dc here's what they do is they they hand everybody the bill 36 hours before they have to pass it or the day that they have to pass it a 40 000, 40 billion dollar budget bill that chip roy and nobody has time to read remember nancy pelosi you pass it so then you have time to read it that's establishment swamp politics in dc now all of the Republicans that voted for some 150 plus Republicans that voted for this, understand, they never read the bill. They didn't have time to read the bill. How do you read a bill that's thousands of pages long or even hundreds of pages long 36 hours before you pass it? How do you have time to read it? And all of these, this shows you where the Republican Party really is. Not the MAGA people. The MAGA people are very different. We vote according to our values, America first. Make America great again first. Not the establishments, not the Elise Stefanics, not the Steve Scalises, sad to say, but that's where they're at. Of course, not the Kinzingers and the Cheneys and all of the establishment swamp Republicans. They all voted for a bill they never freaking read. $40 billion to the Ukraine. All right, Dean Skorienko tweet. You, uh, this is great. I just, I, this is the Ukraine portion of the show. Moving off the 40 billion now. Here it is, Justin Trudeau in Ukraine. That's pick one. And then Justin Trudeau in Canada. One yesterday, one today. Put up the first pick for me. Here's Justin Trudeau in Ukraine. Strange, isn't it? Now listen, if you really believed in masks, now you have to remember the stats now. In Ukraine, they have about a 30% vaccination rate. Justin Trudeau doesn't feel the need to vaccinate. I mean, to, to, he doesn't feel the need to mask. Right next to him is his little, his little Hitler, Christia Freeland, the one who gleefully said that, that people who are supporting the Freedom Convoy in Ontario, in, in, in uh, Ottawa, I mean, 
that they were having their bank accounts frozen. There's little Hitler in the green, in the, in the white shirt standing right next to him. They're always masked everywhere in public, in the parliament, everywhere they go. They're masked everywhere in Canada where 90% of the public is vaccinated. 90% of the public is vaccinated and they wear a mask everywhere they go, indoors, outdoors, everywhere, crowds, not crowds, they're masked. But in the Ukraine, it must be a magic COVID-free utopia zone because they don't feel the need to wear a mask. If they truly believed in masks, they would be wearing one. So if they don't truly believe in them, why Canadian citizens, of which many are watching right now, why would they have you wear a mask when they don't wear it? It has to be something else than your health. What it is, is a sign of devotion. It's, an, it's, a, it's like somebody's religious symbol that they wear to show the devotion to their faith. It's, show, it's to show your compliance that you are all in with the globalist agenda. It certainly doesn't block COVID. We all know that now. 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID particle. It doesn't block that. We all know that because an N95 starts blocking particles three times that size. So we know it doesn't block COVID particles. But here's Justin Trudeau in Parliament today. And this goofy party right behind him there. All masked up, but when he's in a, in a, in a closed-in area with Zelensky and numerous other people, look at all the people standing right close to him. Not masked at all, so masking has to be about something else. It's simply a sign of devotion. It's a sign of somebody being compliant. It's a sign that you are broken, that you are, you are ready to be mounted. You are broken. They're going to get the saddle and mount you up. Because it certainly isn't about your health. If you don't wear it in Ukraine where nobody's vaccinated and you wear it in Canada where everybody's vaccinated, maybe he, really, maybe he knows the truth about vaccinations in that the vaccinated are far more likely to transmit the, the virus than those who are unvaccinated. Maybe he actually feels safer. Maybe he knows all the data. I wonder if he's truly vaccinated. All right, Keen Beckstay tweet, breaking. Justin Trudeau and his government, just so you know, everybody knows what is behind all of what you see have given the World Economic Forum nearly $3 million of Canadian taxpayer dollars over the course of one year. $3 million of taxpayer money from Canada shipped to the World Economic Forum. Because Justin Trudeau is just like Joe Biden, just like Emmanuel Macron, just like Angela Merkel, Boris Johnson, Scott Morrison, Dan Andrews, many others that I could name, Kamala Harris, Gavin Newsom, Tom Wolfe, Phil Murphy, many others are World Economic Forum actors who look at their countries as a globalist state. All right, let's go on to the next one. Colvinder Cower, MD, Justin Trudeau, given your regime thinks Canadians exercising human the human rights of bodily autonomy and informed consent are selfish, misogynistic, white supremacist, fringe minority with unacceptable, uh, unacceptable views, taking up space. Those are all quotes, by the way. He said people holding unacceptable views. I'll bet you they have a disinformation governance board going on in Canada too. What do you think of, of Ukraine's greater than 50% unvaccinated rate? Their actual vaccination rate is between 30 and 40%. But, in, but that's perfectly fine. Right? He's over there just having a good old time amongst the unvaccinated. 
No masks, no anything, but not for his own country because it's never been about the virus. It's never been about your health. It's all been about uh, leveraging you into a digital identification system, a digital social credit system. That's what it's been about from day one. All right, but never mind, tweet. Thank you. This is one of the most enjoyable wars we've ever seen. Now, leave this up for just a second, Will. This is entering into the segment of the show that I call, this is the weirdest war I've ever seen. All right, and this is, I have, I have a combat veteran in the room. The person changing these slides right now is a Marine. His name's Will. Okay, he is confirmed. He's never seen the war that he was in, the Gulf War. He never saw warfare like this either. You are in the middle of a war zone, meeting with Voldemar Zelensky, Right there, there's Christia Nazi Freeland and, and uh, Justin Goebbels Trudeau. There they are. Perfect. Everybody's fine. Totally relaxed. This is the weirdest war I've ever seen. Nancy Pelosi waltzing down the streets of Kiev. I refuse to call it Kiev because that's not what it was up till a, month ago, up till a couple months ago. Waltzing down the streets of Kiev in her blue pantsuit, not afraid of Russians at all. It's almost like the Russians are purposely not attacking while you have diplomats or you know, foreign diplomats and foreign leaders visiting, right? It's the weirdest war I have ever seen in my life, ever. And certainly, I'm just wondering, would you ever see anything like this? Make sure I point the right way. On the beaches of Normandy? Would you see anything like this during the bombings of London? By the Luftwaffe? Really? Would you ever say, oh, oh, Aaron, you're the best. Here we are. Here's another scene. Weirdest war I've ever been, I've ever, ever seen in my life. Play it for me. So there you go. I just wanted you to see it. Right in the middle of the war zone. There's Miss Pantsuit walking around. No problem whatsoever. No bombs going off. Very weird, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just a very, very, it's the weirdest war I have ever seen. Are we on Robin Baber, Will? All right, yesterday. Now, this is just a video talk. I'm just focusing on Trudeau right now. And here's, here's a, there, obviously, it's a political debate. And they're talking about the things that Trudeau did during the trucker convoy. Play for me. This is a good opportunity to set the record straight. Everything that Justin Trudeau said about the protest in Ottawa turned out to be false. Right. There was no foreign collusion. Right. There was very little foreign funding. The arson was not connected and there were no weapons found anywhere near the site. And on February 18th, we saw as the government was breaking the rule of law with an unlawful declaration of emergencies, the protesters remained peaceful. There was no resistance, no assaults. And on February 18th, we saw this was a truly peaceful movement. Thank you. I just threw that in there because I want people to know who Justin Trudeau really is. And he's really close friends with Voldemar Zelensky, by the way. Both of them very much connected to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, as is Putin. Just remember that. Just, and remember what that politician just said. There was this, some of this I added. Some of this was part of his statement. There was no racial attacks, no collusion, very little foreign aid, no arson, and no weapons were ever found. All of which 
They were, all of which the Freedom Convoy, all those truckers were accused of by Justin Trudeau in which he implemented his Emergencies Act for absolutely no reason. It's the same thing right now. We are still currently under the state of a COVID state of emergency in the United States of America. Why? For a 99.9% survival virus? Why would you lock down for that? Why would you mask for that? Why would you vax for that? Why would you vaccine mandate for that? It's all an illusion. And it's all put forward by gaslit propaganda coming from the Democratic Party, coming from the globalist left, which is the World Economic Forum. Another just very strange scene. Here you have Justin Trudeau and his best buddy, Voldemar Zelensky. And this is from Art Taking Back, Art Taking Back video. Ukraine is at war and Zelensky is giving awards to a tiny dog. Weirdest war zone ever. Play it for me. Dedicated service. A service dog called Patron. Where are the bombs? Where are the bombs? Where's the machine gun fire? Where's the artillery in the background? $40 billion of our 54 billion total is going towards this? This is the truth. This is what's really out. How can this, how can Voldemar Zelensky have time to give awards to a dog? How can they have time? Where's, where, I, I'm just curious, where, where are all the bombs? Where's the fire? The weird, look at this nice, all, this nice set. Listen, do you think that the Russians have the technology to hit this building? They do. Why aren't they doing it? Why won't, why won't they simply take, why won't World Economic Forum, Vladimir Putin, take out World Economic Forum actor, Volodymyr Zelensky? And how do they just have time for this? How, how does Voldemar Zelensky live in the lamp of luxury? Of course, he's always got on his $12 Kmart war outfit. But other than that, he lives in the, look at this building he lives in. Why is that? I mean, listen, it's in Kiev. They, the Russians are right outside Kiev. They could target that building. I don't want them to. I'm just saying, this is the weirdest war I have, quote unquote, war I've ever seen. And you have the, the autocratic dictator in his palace giving a dog a reward with his best friend, another World Economic Forum actor, Justin Trudeau. It's the weirdest thing ever. Go to the next one for me, Will. The last refuge tweet. Bono showed up in Kiev. Again, you're having concerts? Hey, Will, just curious. In the war zone that you were in, did Bono show up and do a, do a concert? Did anybody show up and do a concert? In the, in the middle of a war zone. I'm not talking about, you know, in different times and different states and different wars where you're way back and you're way behind enemy lines. This is in the middle of the freaking war. You got Bono showing up with the edge, throwing down a concert. Forty, fifty-four billion dollars, forty billion approved by Republicans and Democrats, most of the Republicans, 70% of the Republicans sent to the Ukraine for this. I mean, how, did Bono get like a billion to show up or something? Is that what we're paying for? Go to the next one for me. Ryan Koch tweet. Just throwing this down again. Look at, look at Justin Trudeau in the middle of the crowd. Justin Trudeau wears a mask in Canada with a 90% vax rate. There's the true vax rate in, in Ukraine, but not in Ukraine with, 30, with a 35% vax rate. Science. Go to the next one for me. King Bexday tweet. Breaking, it turns out that Trudeau, that the Trudeau government spied on Canadians throughout the pandemic. Oh, strange, isn't it? But it was always all about your health. 
What were they spying on? They were tracking people who didn't comply, tracking people's movements. Why? Why were they doing it? Let me finish the tweet. Spied on Canadians throughout the pandemic and knew when an individual went to the grocery store or hospital, bought alcohol, and even when they met with family members. Now, why would they do that? Because Justin Trudeau wants you marked. Listen, we are not there yet, and we as the church are the restraining. Second Thessalonians, we are the restraining. But it's all about Billy Gates and Gavi and Gavi MasterCards, quantum dot tattoo technology. They are working it. They're massaging it. These globalist leaders like Justin Trudeau, nothing more, nothing more than a hand puppet for Klaus Schwab. And so is Joe Biden, Angela Merkel, Annual Macron, Boris Johnson, Scott Morrison, the five eyes countries along with Xi Jinping, who really probably is more partners with the World Economic Forum than he is an actor for the World Economic Forum. But that's what, these, that's what all of these people have been about from day one. Now you've got Justin Trudeau. He's been found out. He was tracking Canadian citizens. It's absolute fact. Screenshot. Go back, rewind on the, on the podcast, screenshot it, and read the article. He's, he's tracking Canadian citizens because this was all about getting to quantum dot tattoo technology or even a precursor to it. Of course, as many, most people in Canada right now have a QR coded mark of the beast on their phone, which is the precursor to quantum dot tattoo technology. And Justin Trudeau is trying it out. What's the precursor to the QR codes on your phone? Basically, all of, all of your GPS tracking that's currently on your phone, where you know what? You drive by a McDonald's, and the next thing you know, you got a McDonald's advertisement on your phone when you're flipping through Facebook or Twitter, right? This is all precursors. These people want to control you. You're like, why would anybody want to control, control anybody? Because as I've been saying for the last 26 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, these people are power perverts. They get off on it almost to the level of, of, a, sexual, of a sexual fantasy, of a, of a sexual proclivity. These people are power perverts. Justin Trudeau wants to know when people are going to visit their relatives, when they went and bought alcohol, when they went to the hospital, when they went to the grocery store. Why? Because that's who he is. That's who Joe Biden is. That's who Klaus Schwab, who's endlessly talking about digital implants in your brain. Oh, those are all Alex Jones, right, Alex Jones right-wing conspiracy theories. Alex Jones is right about 90% of the time. And they're not right-wing conspiracy theories. You can simply pull it up online. All right, Sheldon, I won't even try this last name. Yak, yaki something. No offense, Sheldon. Health Canada has just updated their COVID dashboard. 99.96% of the COVID deaths in the last one week, in the last week, one week period, were vaccinated. 70% boosted. And why would you be pushing vaccinations when 99.96% of your COVID deaths were fully vaccinated and 70% of them were boosted? Why would you be pushing it? Because you're doing something that's not for people's health. Masks were never for people's health. Vaccines were never for people's health. We've all seen the Pfizer dump. The mandate, they tried to hide it for 75 years and you took their vaccine. 
Why would you ever take a vaccine from somebody who's trying to hide, trying to keep confidential how they developed the vaccine? Why would anybody take that? And then they're, and now they've been forced by a federal judge to dump 80,000 pages per week. And the last 80,000 page, page dump last, last Monday revealed a 12% efficacy rate for one week after vaccination while you're getting ADA and capillary blood clotting in the midst of that. And then after one week, it goes down to 1% efficacy. So it does nothing. It does nothing but negative. But Justin Trudeau knows, he knows these stats. He knows these stats. But yet he still pimps and whores the vaccines. He's telling people to get a Pfizer. He's telling people to get a Moderna. And for, for a virus that no longer exists. So why would he be doing it? It can't be for health. If these are the stats, it can't be for health. If he doesn't wear a mask in the middle of of a non-vaccinated country like Ukraine in crowded settings, then he doesn't believe in masking, but he wears it at home, so it can't be about health. He's He's modeling what he wants you to do to show your compliance. So it can't be about health, not with these numbers and not with how he behaves, so what it's about. What is it about? It's about marking you, distancing you, subjugating you, controlling you, control, and, and trying to market. It's also about money, marketing to you, profiting off of your movements. That's what it's been about from day one. There was never, I repeat to you, never a grievous health threat with COVID-19. You're seeing all the verbiage now coming out. Well, you know, vaccine mandates don't make sense anymore. Anymore? They never made sense. What, why, would, why would you mandate somebody? They said the vaccine mandates were to stop transmission and infection. And now we know that vaccines, that vaccines don't stop transmission or infection. We've known that for a very long time, but vaccine mandates are still in place. So it can't be about stopping transmission and infection, right? It's about something else. Some of you need to wake up. And again, most of you, I'm preaching to the choir. We on the YouTube video? I love this video. Mainstream reporter goes into panic mode after Ukraine-Russia truth bomb drops on air. Play it for me. Horses are dishonoring their grandfathers who fought the Nazis. Uh, and he said, and I quote in there, that uh, what's, what Russian forces are doing now in Ukraine is mirroring fascism. Well, it's entirely uh, to, uh, up to his conscience to say such blasphemous, th- blasphemous things. I can only uh, reply by saying that uh, it's absolutely disastrous and shameless uh, what uh, UK is doing right now, forgetting everything what we were fighting about. And I will only give you one, one example. I will show you what, what, what appeared uh, today at the official page of President Zelensky. Here, you can see it in Instagram. And th- this is an uh, emblem. You see it right, right now. I will, I will make it bigger. So that's the emblem. Do you know what it is? It's uh, Totenkopf. It's an, it's an emblem of if a German division, uh, SS division in the Second World War. So he published on, this, on the Victory Day uh, an emblem of a fighter of uh, right sector okay. with this emblem saying that this is a symbol. No, no, don't interrupt me, sir, please. This is a symbol of uh, fight against uh, Nazism, as he sees it. This was deleted uh, after half an hour, but of course we have a copy of this. And do you know that this Totenkopf division 
was responsible for murder of 100 uh, Britons uh, in France uh, uh, in, uh, at the beginning of the Second World War. So it means that the uh, UK now is covering Ukrainian authorities, which display uh, Nazi symbols uh, right. during the Victory Day. And these uh, Nazi symbols were used by the same regiments that killed British people. Uh, okay. Isn't that a little bit strange? I, 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 I'm only interrupting you because you've had, you, you, you've had your say, and we, you. we've run out of time, Mr. Pol Polyansky. Thank you very much indeed. To me, the mainstream media can never allow the truth to come out that Volodymyr Zelensky has fully funded the Nazi Azov troop inside of Ukraine with millions of dollars. That's the truth. Elise Stefanik and all the other Republicans are like, Tom, why are you picking on the Republicans? Well, here's the thing. It's just like I pick on the Christians first because judgment begins at the house of God. Well, the same thing is with the Republicans. The enemy within is far worse than the enemy without. You know where the enemy without is. The enemy within is right next to you, backdooring you, cutting your knees out from underneath you. Elise Stefanik, Steve Scalise, many others sent... $40 billion over to fund the Ossoff Nazi battalion inside of Ukraine that has committed many atrocities against Russian-speaking people, which was, was Vladimir, one of Vladimir Zelensky's excuses for, for uh, attacking Ukraine, for invading Ukraine. So and I'm not saying, again, I'm not for Putin because he is an autocratic dictator. I'm not for Zelensky. He's an autocratic dictator. And as I've said from day one, back in the day when you had Iraq invading Iran, I wasn't in favor of Iran with, with the Ayatollah Khomeini. I wasn't, I wasn't, in, I wasn't, I didn't choose their side because they were the ones that happened to get invaded. And I didn't pick, pick Saddam Hussein from Iraq either. You don't have to pick. What you do is support the innocents. Anybody who's innocent, as I've said a billion times here, we've sent thousands of dollars from my ministry over to, through Rodney Howard Brown and through Paula White, we've sent thousands of dollars through my ministry over to feed the hungry and to help refugees. We'll always do that. But I am not going to call Voldemar Zelensky, an autocratic dictator, a freedom fighter. He is not. He is no different than Vladimir Putin. I spoke to two Ukrainians outside of my church after a Sunday morning service, and they told me the exact same thing. So you don't send them $40 billion. You help the helpless. You help the victims only. All right, switching to abortion. Kyle Becker tweet. Oh, that's not what I got, guys. And I didn't miss any either. There we go. Thank you, buddy. Breaking news. Every Senate Democrat, except one, just voted to legalize abortion nationwide up until the very moment of childbirth. Here's the good part. Now, listen, we have to give credit where credit is due. Have to give it. Because I always run them down, so I'm going to build them up. Good job, Susan Collins. Good job, Lisa Murkowski. Good job, Mitt Romney. Good job, Ben Sass. I run them down. They all did the right thing. Even they would not cross the line. Because here's the thing, they weren't, even, they weren't even voting to codify Roe v. Wade. They were amping up Roe v. Wade to the moment of being able to slaughter a child up to the moment of birth, up to the moment of birth. 
So even, even the rhino establishment, really Democrat Republicans, who many of them, Murkowski being one of them, are facing re-elections. Murkowski losing big currently, according to polls in Alaska, came up and stepped up and did the right thing. But the Democratic Party didn't just want to keep Roe v. Wade, codify Roe v. Wade. They wanted to amp up Roe v. Wade so you could slaughter kids up to the moment of birth. All right, go to the next one for me, guys. Whatever the missing slide is, maybe it'll show up. Uh, you got RNC research video next. All right, Democrat. Kate, oh, here it is. The justifications for abortions are, they're not, you can't call them comical. You just, but they are in a way, they're just patently demonic. Play it for me. Uh, President Biden has said that inflation is the number one priority for the Biden White House to try to get under control right now. Uh, As you're out there in California talking to constituents uh, during this re-election year for Congress, uh, how how does inflation compare to this newly uh, important in the sense of the Supreme Court decision pending uh, abortion issue? How do those two issues compare? Well, I don't think they compare. I think they actually reinforce each other. So the fact that things like inflation can happen and it can become more expensive to feed your kids and to fuel your car um, is exactly why people need to be able to be in charge of how many mouths they're going to have to feed. So I think the fact that we're seeing this jump in expenses, um, that we're seeing people having to pay more in the grocery store, pay more at the pump, pay more for housing is a... That's good enough. So there she is. Basically, let's just... Let's just uh... Let's uh, paraphrase for basically if you can't, if if economic times are hard, you're having trouble paying your bills, you want to have the option to slaughter your kid up to the moment of birth. And here's an interesting pick right here. Jesse Kelly tweet. This is a newborn baby. 49 Democratic senators just voted that it should be lawful to kill it, it, he or she, the moment before this while, while it was still inside its mother. So you have that baby right there. And Representative Katie Porter just said, let's let's always, always show it exactly as it is. Demonstrate it exactly as it is so that people can picture it exactly as it is. So you have this baby right there. Now, that baby had just been born a few minutes before this. So Katie Porter says, if you can't afford to fill up your minivan with gas... You ought to be able to slaughter that kid. One minute before this, that's the demonic Democratic Party. Please understand, it is worth voting conservative slash Republican simply for that. One side, everybody lives. You know, I may not like that kids get put in cages that Barack Obama and Joe Biden built, but that's beside the point. But everybody lives. Everybody lives, but the Democratic Party, one minute ago, one minute ago, would insert scissors into the back of that baby girl's skull and suck its brains out, or maybe even keep it alive to harvest its organs so that the FDA can sell it those organs on the open market through Planned Parenthood. That's the Democratic Party. This is not, this, all this, I can't stand all the pomp and circumstance that goes on, you know, with, with these people that, you know, testify at, on, on, you know, at some congressional hearing, and they always have the name and from the honorable, and, the, and you have to refer, my colleague from Kansas. Listen, I'm not saying to be rude or nasty to these people, 
because that would not be Christ-like, but I certainly would not be calling them honorable. That's who these people are. Just remember, let's always, always put out the correct, the correct image. That that's what they're for is killing that child. Killing that child one moment before it's born. Truly amazing. LifeNews.com tweet. Breaking, a Missouri Senate committee has passed a bill to immediately ban abortions once the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade is official. Great job, Missouri. Missouri doing good things. Now, here's a very interesting thing. Why is the Treasury Secretary expounding upon abortion? Play it for me. Are ...of teenage women, um, particularly low-income and often black, who um, aren't in a position to be able to care for children, have um, unexpected pregnancies, and it deprives them of the ability often to continue their education, to later participate in the workforce. So there, there is a spillover into labor force participation. Yeah. But yeah. And So you, if you struggle getting a job, kill your baby, then why is the Treasury Secretary of the United States speaking about abortion? Because they're all demonic, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices, 2 Corinthians 2.11. They're all of a common spirit. Janet Yellen, well, you know what? She may not be able to get educated, so she'll have to enter the labor force at a lower place than if she didn't have the baby. So slaughter your kid. Slaughter your child because you don't want the inconvenience of maybe having to start a little further down the labor rung. So slaughter your kid instead. Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report, bullet breaks through. Now, who, remember now, keep this up. I showed you the news report from CNN. They came out and said that the FBI, the DOJ, the Department of Justice was gearing up because of, you know, and this is after the draft decision was revealed by a Democratic Party leaker that Roe v. Wade was about to be overturned by the five Supreme Court justices. And then CNN comes out and everything the right wing wants, they're getting, but yet the FBI and the DOJ are gearing up for riots done by the, or, or violent protests done by the right wing. Have anybody now that came out one week ago that CNN did that report. I have it. We could show it again, but it's been a week. I want everybody, you can send them to me. I want you to name any right-wing riot or violent protest that has occurred over the last week. But what we do have, because once again, they are always projectors, not projectors that show a film. They are projectors. They project onto you that which they are. CNN knew that the left was going to violently protest. So they said the right is going to violently protest. They called you a murderer because you didn't wear a mask around grandma, but they're the ones who want to slaughter the unborn up to the moment of birth and do so, and now want to slaughter the unborn 28 days after they're born in California. That's who they are. So what's really happening? Bullet breaks through window of Virginia Attorney General Jason Mayeres office after he promises to defend churchgoers from unruly abortion protesters so a bullet goes through and the number one threat to america according to christopher ray and joe biden is white supremacist terrorism where have we seen any events from white supremacist terrorism that even remotely come close to a bullet going through the window of, an, of a state attorney general 
Name it. I, I would love to see it. But obviously, we are not seeing anything like that because the DOJ, Joe Biden, the FBI, and Christopher Wray are all bold-faced liars. All right, finishing with COVID and vaccinations tonight. Jesse Kelly tweet, one million COVID deaths. That's a new announcement now. Big, big, somber, ominous music announcement that we've now passed a million COVID deaths. That's all eh, bold-faced lies. It's not even on the CDC website. If you break down the deaths, not remotely true, but here's the explanation. This isn't even close to, to true, and it's contradicted by his own CDC. It's been two years, and the number is around 100,000. One million died with COVID, not from COVID. Let me go over this again very quickly for you. You need to remember a couple basic facts. First of all, they changed the rules right at the onset of COVID. What do I mean by they? The FDA, the CDC, they changed the rule. The NIH changed the rules. Remember this, that for 17 years, 2003 to 2020, death certificates in the United States, which are uniform, were filled out the exact same way in every state, which was, if you had stage four lung cancer and then you caught the flu, let's say, and you died, the cause of death would be the primary cause of death. What was on line one, they switched line one and line two, made line two, line one, and line one, line two. So what you would do on line one, primary cause of death would be stage four lung cancer, a contributing factor, flu. For COVID only, for COVID only, they changed the rules. And I mean for COVID only. If it was still stage four lung cancer and hepatitis, it would still be cause of death, stage four lung cancer, hepatitis, contributing factor. For COVID only, they changed it to whenever there's COVID, the person has stage four cancer, the person has a heart attack, the person has a stroke, they caught them with shootings, they caught them with lightning strikes, they caught them with motorcycle decapitations, they caught them running the blood of corpses, in Minnesota, this is all fact, you can pull it all up. They had ambulances forced to run dead bodies from accident scenes back to hospitals and running a rat test, a rapid antigen test or a PCR test to see if they were COVID positive. And that way, if anybody who has a COVID positive test, that gets put at number one, no matter how they died. Also, they changed the rules that you had to have a positive test. That got changed to a doctor's presumption. So a doctor could simply presume the person had COVID. So this 1 million deaths is bold-faced freaking lies. It is all lies. I don't think Jesse Kelly's even off on 100,000. It's somewhere between 15 and 80,000, which is a standard flu season. That's what this has all been about. From day one, yes, COVID is real. Yes, some people have died of COVID. But what we had, flu disappeared. Remember that. There were basically zero flu deaths in 2020 and 2021, right? Every year in the United States, this is CDC fact, I pulled it up. 30 to 80,000 Americans die of the flu. Flu disappeared. And then you had 80,000, 50 to 80,000 Americans die of COVID. So what was it really? A doctor presuming and people who had a, a, a positive PCR test for COVID who had a major stroke, 87 years old, had a major stroke, died, swiped his cheek, swiped up his nose, 
Put him down as a COVID death because he's positive for COVID. And COVID PCR tests are 87 to 90%, 87 to 95% inaccurate and false positives. Those are the facts. But Joe Biden says this, play for me. This pandemic isn't over. Today, we mark a tragic milestone here in the United States. One million COVID deaths. One million empty chairs around the family dinner table. Goebbels, gaslit, propaganda. It's not even on the CDC website. There's not a million people have died of COVID. It's not even a million people that died with COVID. It's, it's false presumptions. It's the change of the death certificate. It's a change of the rules. Doctors, remember all the doctors who got banned right away off of YouTube? And by the way, welcome everybody on YouTube. Love you guys. I'm glad that you're on. I, my church was banned for life off of YouTube. It's under my name right now. I'm glad you guys are on. We have to delete the program right after we're done or YouTube will go back in time and find strikes to ban me once again. So welcome all of you on YouTube. I appreciate you guys coming back. Everybody welcome on, on Facebook. Make sure that you have a Black Robe TV account so no matter what happens, you can get on and rumble. All of you on rumble, share, share, share because they won't let Facebook people share. Share this video as much as you can. All right, John video. Here it is. Here's, here's Joe Biden on COVID deaths. Play it for me. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. This pandemic isn't over. Today... We mark a tragic milestone here in the United States. One million COVID deaths. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. When Joe Biden took office, there's four, allegedly, I don't believe any of these numbers, but we use their numbers against them. When Joe Biden took office, there was allegedly 400,000 COVID deaths. So now we have a million COVID deaths, according to him, right? And he was just saying there on the debate stage, anybody responsible for 200,000 deaths. Put up the next one for me, Will. You can do a side-by-side. Here you go. Do you say on the debate stage, 220,000 deaths. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain president of the United States. He said about Donald Trump. And then on the bottom, BBC News from today, United States passes 1 million COVID deaths. So when he entered into office, there was 400 million, allegedly, people who had died of COVID, right? So what did I say? Boy, 400,000, getting caught, caught in the millions. 400,000 COVID deaths when he, when he took office. Now there's 1 million COVID deaths, right? So that's 600,000 versus, versus 400,000. And remember, they believe in their glorious vaccine that came from heaven, right? Even Donald Trump. All of Joe Biden's reign was after the vaccine rollout and 200,000 more people died after the vaccine rollout, then before the vaccine rollout, 70% of COVID deaths in all first world countries occurred after the vaccine rollout. Strange, isn't it? Strange that some, suddenly people can't fight off Omicron, die of Omicron, which is a common cold, which is a coronavirus. Couldn't fight it off because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. But you see, one million COVID deaths, he should be like, he should resign. He said that if you had 220,000 COVID deaths, you are not fit to be president. 600,000 plus have allegedly died under his presidency with the vaccines, with the boosters, with the booster number four. And the fifth booster just got approved for people 50 and above for emergency use. Strange, isn't it? These are the real numbers. And all, I can't believe people stay dedicated to this. There's no arguing the numbers. They're irrefutable. 
But yet the entire left will still tell you today, this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed. There's not enough of us to cause the pandemic. Allegedly, 220 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, 100 million boosted. All right, Ed Freethinker, this is Edwin Dowd, former BlackRock executive. A PFE clinical trial, 28-day trial. This is about vaccines. While normal vax trial, seven to 10 years. So are the vax trial that we have for Pfizer, Moderna was 28 days. 246,000 people affected, 242,000 out of the 240, I mean, correction, 46,000 people involved, 42,000 vaccine adverse effects, 1,200 deaths. Why? Because it was a 28-day trial instead of a trial of seven to 10 years. Destroyed, and people always say, well, you take the vaccine for the mumps, you, you take the vaccine for the measles. Yeah, they took 15 years to develop that. It took them 15 years to get FDA approval for the mumps and the measles vaccine. Not 28 freaking days. Destroyed control group. What, is, what, is Edward, what does Ed Dowd mean by that? It's what I've told you before. As soon as Pfizer got the EUA, the, um, the emergency use authorization, the EUA, they vaccinated their control group. So there's nobody to compare vaccinated versus unvaccinated. They vaccinated the control group. Dispensed with animal trials. They didn't even try it on any pregnant women. That's why, according to Pfizer, I put this out on, at church on Sunday. You do this at church? Absolutely. You're not supposed to mix politics with the pulpit. That's not in the Bible, so I blow it off. During the trial, they had 27 pregnant women, 26 of them spontaneously aborted. One healthy child. Vaccine, that's, on, that's in the Pfizer documents. That's absolute fact. When clinical data requested the FDA, when clinical data requested the FDA wanted to hide for 75 years, but hey, I am told I'm not a doctor. 99.5% of docs never look. Go to the next one for me. The, tr- the doctors, they trust the FDA. That's you always hear everybody on the left and people who just don't want to be informed on the right or in between. They always default. Well, the CDC says, the FDA says the FDA and the CDC are infiltrated and completely dominated by the left with a globalist agenda to mark, control, and subjugate everybody. And doctors don't educate themselves. They trust the FDA as their third-party verification source. So you see the problem here. The FDA, after a 28-day trial of which 1,200 people died, of which one dies, they have to shut it down, which they didn't. And then the FDA goes to court to try to keep all of this information confidential. FDA rubber-stamped this garbage. Unfortunately, most doctors clueless on this subject. That's the truth. All right, go to the next one for me. Facts. Facts tweet. Now, this is from the DMED database. Now, what does that stand for? Defense Medical Epidemiology Database. This is the military. And that database is under a a larger database called the Defense Medical Surveillance System DMSS. So this is right here. I want everybody to know. What you're seeing on this screen is irrefutable data. And by the way, I put these numbers out about two months ago and they're all going up in exponentially at that. This is irrefutable data. Lloyd Austin is trying to erase it. He's trying to delete this data, the defense secretary. I'm sure Mark, I want to understand white rage and I'm white Millie is right behind him, another gelding. But here we are, this, this data, so you know, this is the military. This is Joe Biden's military data. It is irrefutable. It is indisputable. You want to talk about myths or disinformation? 
If you say something that refutes this data, you are putting out disinformation or misinformation. This is data off of their own tracking system. Every soldier that comes in is tracked. Here's the numbers. Myocarditis up. Now, what are they comparing this to? 2021 numbers, maybe now leaking into 2022 versus 2016 numbers, 17 numbers, 18 numbers, 19 numbers, and 2020 numbers, where we allegedly had, by the way, less than 100 military COVID deaths. So this is the vaccinated. The only difference between 2021 and 16 through 20 is the vaccination. And all of these numbers that you see exponentially going through the roof are all 2021 numbers in one year. In one year, myocarditis up 2,800%. Cancer's up 300% to 900% depending on the cancer. Infertility, both genders up 500%. Miscarriage is up 300%. Neurological disorders up 1,000%. I don't even know what the next one is. Does anybody else know what this is? Dem, yelling, DS, I don't know what that is. Up 1,000%. I wish I had my nurse Natalie here to tell me what that meant. Multiple sclerosis. Natalie, if you're watching, send it to Hope and she'll tell me. Multiple sclerosis uh, up 600%. Guillain-Barre syndrome up 500%. HIV up 500%. Pulmonary embolisms, which are strokes, blood clotting, up 400%. All in people aged 18 to 40. This is indisputable material. If you're vaccinated, you need to run to a doctor now and get a D-dimer test now. Shot one takes away a certain amount of your immunity. Your, your, your immunity. Your immune system. Shot two takes more away. Booster pretty much finishes it off. Booster four pretty much finishes it completely off. This is indisputable facts, folks. This is the truth. K-Burb tweet. Oh, what do we got? Uh, oh, that one. You know what it was the name, though? No, I can't remember the name. Shift to throw it back, Will. Throw me that slide back up. That one that we, I want to tell everybody what it is. The one that begins with a D that I have no way of pronouncing in the middle. Dem. What are you saying, Aaron? Demyelinating disorder, according to my producer Aaron, is a neurological disease that attacks the nervous system, and it is up 1,000% in the, in the military. All right, we'll go to the next one. Good job. All right, here we go. Here's the numbers out of, out of Canada. K-Burb tweet, triple vaccinated in Canada suffer COVID ill effects at a significantly higher rate, according to May 11th article by the expose, referencing Canada governmental data for recent eight-week periods. So this is from Canada's CDC. There it is. Let's go over it. Case rate per 100,000. The green is vaccinated. (laughs) I mean, correction, unvaccinated. The green is unvaccinated. The yellow is partially one vax. The orange is double vaxxed. And the red is is triple vaccinated slash boosted. There you see their rates per 100,000. Hospitalization rate, next one, see it. Death rate, look at the difference between boosted and unvaccinated. Percentages overall, the green is unvaccinated and the red is vaccinated, starting from left to right. 
COVID cases. Look at all the cases that are right now in the last eight, two months in Canada. Look at all the cases. They're all vaccinated. Hospitalizations, 80% vaccinated. Deaths are about the same level. Remember what they tell you. They keep telling you, yeah, the vaccination doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection, but it'll stop hospitalizations and death. No, it doesn't. These are their stats. And Justin Trudeau is pushing the vaccination. So it can't be about health. What a holocaust. Why is this happening? Why do you see that? Let's focus on the bottom right-hand corner. Look at, the, the again, from left to right, cases, hospitalizations, and deaths. Green are unvaccinated. Red are vaccinated. Basically, you're looking at 70, but 90, 70 to 90% of COVID hospitalizations and deaths are fully vaccinated people. And yet, all of these globalists are telling you to get vaccinated. You see commercials where you have doctors saying, well, I vaccinated. My kids vaccinate. My grandkids vaccinated. No, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. That's not the right one. That's the wrong one. Should we go to the next one? Go to, uh, go to, do we have, we never got real Mac report, did we? Oh yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. Pfizer quarter, uh, go ahead, put it up. Dr. Eli, Dave, we're having a little technical snafu. Pfizer quarterly filing, COVID vaccine comprised 48% of their total revenue. So Dr. Eli Davis says, do you think they will easily let go of this revenue? Half of their revenue comes from the Pfizer COVID vaccine and their boosters. So they're just going to relinquish it. Folks, they've got right now, they know what's coming. Eventually, the right wing is going to take over in America and we are going to overturn their immunity to lawsuits for the damage, for the, in, for the vaccine injuries that they've caused. And they hid it all. They hid their data. They, hid, they didn't tell anybody 1,200 people died during their, their vaccine clinical trials. That They had 42,000 out of 46,000 adverse effects. They didn't say that. They know it. They know they committed fraud. So they've got to keep it going. And now they're still trying, even though their vaccine has been proven to be clinically ineffective. Rochelle Walensky and Joe Biden are fully on board. And the, the, and, and the Surgeon General are fully on board vaccinating kids zero to five years old and giving them an emergency use, use authorization for that. Just to keep it going. They just got a fifth shot approved for people 50 and above. Just keep it going. Half of their income depends on it. And their last quarterly, this was their profit. Last quarter, first quarter of 2022, their profit was $7.8 billion. Not their revenue, their outright profit. Now, let me lay this out for you. This is, this is COVID deaths. Remember this. I said this earlier, but I want to make sure that you get this. We should have real Mac reports. Should be next, guys. Just throwing that up out there. COVID deaths. In the United States, prior to Joe Biden, were allegedly 400,000. Again, I don't believe these numbers, but I like to use their own numbers against them. Since Joe Biden took over, there's been 600,000 COVID deaths. 200,000 more, and under his entire reign, January, starting January 20th of 2021, till now, what is the date today? May what? May 12th of 2022. He's had over 600,000 COVID deaths. And during that entire reign, the vaccine, this wondrous vaccine has been available. But now you see the stats. Now, why aren't you seeing those bars? 
Why aren't you seeing those bar graphs coming from our CDC? Because Rochelle Walensky has shut down all reporting on COVID deaths. I don't know what that is, guys. Yeah, that's not it. That's not it. I'm sorry, guys. You're, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. Just forget it. Forget it. You, um, you're not seeing those bar graphs because Rochelle Walensky is not releasing any COVID vaccinated COVID hospitalizations or vaccinated COVID death numbers. She's refusing to release them, but they will all come out. All right, this is Tyler Cardotto's video. I just had to show this to you, and it's titled, It's a Cult. Play it for me. University of Michigan proudly presents you the honorary degree Doctor of Science. So there you go. Now, there he is at the University of Michigan. Now, let's, let's go back on Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci now receiving this award, that basically being a hero of science, right? Anthony Fauci, through EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, sent millions upon millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, creating COVID-19. Remember, what material was found in the Alpha variant? Genetic patented material found in the alpha variant you can just bring it completely back to me now found in the alpha variant was moderna material moderna is partners with shares patents with shares basically all laboratory research with the nih anthony fauci patented moderna material was found in the alpha variant the first variant of COVID. patented material so anthony fauci through gain of function research had a hand in making the virus Anthony Fauci then had a hand in, so that's killing people. Then he had a hand in because he is a board member or some sort of representative for Gilead. He had a hand in releasing remdesivir, which is causing multiple organ failure on those that are and still the only FDA approved drug once you're in the hospital for COVID is remdesivir, which has been proven time and time again to cause organ failure, kidney failure, liver failure over and over again. COVID killing people left and right. Killed more people there. Wrong. Wrong by making the virus. Wrong on remdesivir. Wrong on the vaccines. He said he was wrong on masks. Wrong on the vaccines. Said that it would stop transmission. It doesn't. Wrong saying that it would stop infection, that the vaccines would stop infections, and, and it doesn't. Wrong on vaccine passports. Wrong on lockdowns. Wrong on six foot distancing. Wrong on quarantining the healthy. Wrong on everything. And there he is at the University of Michigan getting a standing ovation. That's the state. All those young people. All those young people living in complete delusion and deception. Here's a video that was quickly taken down. Play it for me. And your COVID-19 vaccine, you're going to want to listen to this. The Red Cross says anyone who has received their COVID-19 vaccine cannot donate convalescent plasma to help other COVID-19 patients in hospitals. That plasma is made up of antibodies from people who have recovered from the virus but the vaccine wipes out those antibodies, making the convalescent plasma ineffective in treating other COVID-19 patients. There you go. So there it is. Quickly, quickly disappeared, didn't it? It's amazing. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that on any news sources where, you know, what people who are vaccinated, 
they weren't accepting their blood at donation centers. I mean, that, that quickly was taken out. Why is that not, why is that not worldwide news? I'm just curious. Why is that not worldwide news? All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. Just in, Bill Gates has tested positive for COVID. Let's add him to the list of the last two months. Hillary Clinton tested positive. Jen Psaki tested positive. Kamala Harris tested positive. Klaus Schwab tested positive. Maxine Waters tested positive. Kathy Hochul, governor of New York, tested positive. And Susan Rice tested positive. That's over just the last couple months. I don't know what the next one is, guys, because we are way out of order. What do you got next? I'm just going to guess. Put it up. What do you got? Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah, we are so far out of order, guys. Woo. All right, here we go. Several of them are missing. This is, I wanted to show you this in closing tonight. Here's the thing. We never need to forget these people. Put the first one up, Will. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so nice. It's so nice. How's the family Welcome and the back. children? Everybody yeah, okay? Oh, you okay? Fantastic. You okay? <laughs> oh, it's the so only, nice. The only problem is we can kiss. No, we can't. Not no, kiss this. like on the cheek. Oh, I see what is, you mean. Go on, Phil's turn. <laughs> Off your pot. Come to G. No. Damn it. That allegedly was science. Let's do the next one. Play it for me. Never forget who the people are that push these things. Never forget them. Never trust them. Put the next one on. So explain the science behind filling in a skateboard park. Remember, they did this. And see, what we have a tendency to do in this country is get complacent. What we have a tendency to do is, you know, we forget the past. And we go, you know what, let's, let's, let's let bygones be bygones. Not when the tyrants are still tyrants. I mean, name anything. That, there's not a soul on the beach. The beaches would, it would be greatly helpful if, for COVID if you were absorbing vitamin D. That's a proven fact. And yet, what are they doing? Not a soul in sight, filling in a skateboard park. This is Gavin Newsom in California. You never forget them until they are out of office and go, and listen, some people need to be criminally prosecuted. Some people need to lose their jobs. Some people need to be voted out of office. Where, whatever it is, they are not to be forgotten. We have a tendency in this country, especially as Republicans and as right-wingers and as MAGA people, is, you know what, you know, we just go, you know what, that's the past. We, no, all of this stuff needs to, be, needs to be investigated in Nuremberg trial style. And whatever applicable punishment needs to be put in place, needs to be put in place. Whether they lose elections, lose their job, get criminally prosecuted, get civilly prosecuted, whatever it is. People who lost their jobs for, for COVID mandates, those same people, that the people that cost millions of people their jobs are still in office. 
having their jobs. Gavin Newsom never missed a day of work in his multi-hundreds of thousands of dollars that he makes every year while he shut down and caused hundreds and maybe thousands of businesses in, in California to never open again. You do not forget these people must pay for what they've done. Here's just another illustration. There's that science to them. Go to the next one for me. Here's Piers Morgan. Footballers who refuse to be jabbed should be refused treatment for injuries. Never forget Piers Morgan. Make him answer for these things. What should Piers Morgan, should he be criminally prosecuted? No. No, nothing bad, nothing, nothing violent should ever happen to any of these people. But he should lose his celebrity status. He should lose his following for being a COVID tyrant. For, for saying that he knows facts when he doesn't. For alleging science when he's preaching things antithetical to science. Go to the next one for me. Just never forget this one. Play it. Never forget, here's another one. It's the Pelham video. This is the World Economic, I mean, the uh, World Health Organization that Joe Biden, 10 days from now, is going to surrender our medical uh, sovereignty to where they can, they can just stipulate and they can, they can put out a, a mask, worldwide mask mandate. They can put out a worldwide vaccine mandate. These are the people that Joe Biden is surrendering our medical sovereignty to. People like this. Play it for me. Due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a, in a safe and dignified manner. They're going to come into your home. They're going to come into your home and remove your kids. Now, leave that up, Well, I mean, I'm going to play that. It's just a couple of seconds long. I want you to know, this is Representative Larry McDonald's last interview. He was actually a Democrat before his plane crash slash quote-unquote accident. Listen to, listen to the prophetic. It's not, I'm not saying spiritually prophetic, but listen to the prophetic message that he actually gives. Play it for me. Week says that says this. The John Birch Society considers communism only one arm of a national of a master conspiracy in which socialist American insiders are plotting to establish world government. Now, he also says, and here's Director John McManus, that's your public relations director, saying that former Secretary of State Alexander Haig and CIA Director William Casey are two of these master conspirators who are plotting to establish world government. Now, what do you say? You know, that kind of silly, asinine statement is what makes pe make people laugh at the John Birch Society. Well, Tom, I'm sure being a long-standing member of the Rockefeller apparatus, uh, and as a member of the Council on Foreign Relations of long-standing, you're fully aware that you, there is an elitist core in this country that has seen value in subsidizing communism, of protecting communism. It has? Sure. You're accusing me of subsidizing communism? No, no, I'm saying because that there I happen is, to belong no, to a no, to there a is an elite core. Study no, group? No, no, wait a minute. There is an elite core in this country that has dominated American society. Well, I'm not one of so them. Trilateral, trilateral commission. A trilateral commission. Council on foreign relations. State Department, I suppose. 
Well, let's face it, they've dominated the State Department for 40 years, and uh, pretty much openly All right, so. but what are they trying to do? Well, their now? objective is to try to bring about a gradual transition in our society, a dissolving of sovereignty, and a moving steadily to the left on the political spectrum. Well, who are the they? Belief, the elitist groups that I mentioned, particularly key individuals and policymakers in the Council is on the Foreign Relations. Is the International Monetary Fund part of this? Well, I would say the International Monetary Fund has certainly been set up for the purpose of facilitating that transfer of sovereignty and transfer of wealth on the road. Right, we elected Mr. Conservative. Let me just finish the point, right. because otherwise we'll have a lot of un unanswered questions, that you are looking at a group that has worked to bring about a dissolution of national sovereignties on the road to world government. And certainly uh, you're familiar with uh, local professor Carol Quigley, who has been part of your club, in which he admitted all this. And he said in his book, Tragedy and Hope, the only thing I disagree is that we've worked to keep it a secret. See what the Democratic Party used to be? Actually used to fight against what you would call the man, big, big government or globalist institutions. Used to be for individual freedoms. Now, I didn't ever would agree with them on abortion or legalizing drugs or anything like that, but that's what they used to be about. Now, they are... They are the globalists, the World Economic Forum. They are Big Pharma. And that's what we are fighting against. All of those institutions that are either hand puppets or are the ones who are actually trying to take away our freedoms. You, I mean, it's blatantly obvious. It's blatantly obvious that you, when you, where you have to have a QR code on your phone to buy, sell, trade, or travel, we are heading into a new world order. But... We can fight it off. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints that's what we do that's Ephesians 6 10 through 18 stand in the Lord and in the power of his might love you all back here for a one hour show 10 30 Saturday night God bless you all I stand unequivocally on the word of God on healing, the Bible. Prosperity, the Bible. Sin, the Bible. Everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.